Blog Talk Radio. Playing sports student chefs from Amazon Music. It's your boy Sirius back at the helm for week 16 NFL wrap-up show. I'm going to be completely honest, gentlemen. You know, for, for, for me, I got a lot of stuff to talk about, and unfortunately I don't have my cool-down period to discuss some things. But before I even get started, I need to bring in my co-host. Maybe he can kind of simmer me down, but I doubt it because his squad ain't got Smacked in the head too this weekend. It's the one and only Barry, the villain Jordan. Barry, what's going on, my man? How we doing this, man? Happy holidays to you and yours, man. Super villain. Happy holidays, serious. Uh, much love to the misses, little Malik, my little villain, uh, doing good here in Connecticut, holding it down for the for the remainder of the year. Uh, it's tough to be a Giants fan. It's not as bad as uh, to be a Steeler fan. It's probably worse to be a Giant fan. Uh, we're suffering. We're in pain. We're here for each other. Let's get to work. <laughs> Yo, man, I, it, it's crazy, dude. It's really crazy. And, and for me, um, here's the thing, Barry, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I went into this game with very little expectation. I, I, I had a feeling that we wouldn't come out victorious. I had a feeling that uh, this game would not really go as I had hoped. Didn't expect was for us to literally go into Arrowhead and piss down our leg like we did. Um, we had no effing shot at, at winning this ball game once the damn thing was kicked off. Um, and for me, um, I am annoyed. Now, normally I go, I go, I go with the finger foods like this, and believe me, once you get off the air here, I'm going to say some stuff on finger foods as well, but I'm annoyed, you know what I'm saying? For, for us to go into Arrowhead and play like that, 
is disrespectful. And for me, here's a stat that was most alarming that I saw coming out of yesterday's ball game. okay? The Pittsburgh Steelers have been outscored in the first half of these last six games, 116 to 19. These last six games, 116 to 19, I don't give a damn if our offensive line is bad. I don't give a damn who's in COVID protocol, who's on the field, who's not on the field. For us to give up 116 first-half points and have playoff aspirations is ludicrous. It's Mm -hmm. insane. And we want to stay here and we want to point the blame at Mike Tomlin. We want to point the blame at Matt Canada. We want to point the blame at all these other BS factors. Ultimately, we don't come off the bus ready to play, period. We don't make adjustments quick enough, period. We're the best fourth quarter team in football. Why? Because we get down by multiple fucking points before we even get there for us to make a freaking comeback. Yo, I have mm. never in all my life been as pissed off as I am right now looking at my squad go out there week in and week out and piss down our effing leg. And then I'm never been so pissed off. I have never, ever been as pissed off as I was watching that ball game yesterday. And, and to make matters worse, I was sitting there, you know, at the holiday celebration with my mother-in-law and her husband, and, you know, the, the Eagles just got done playing, and, you know, my wife is all happy, you know, that the Eagles, you know, beat the Giants and et cetera, et cetera, and they're in playoff contention, and my son's running around, you know, happy and, you know, playing with his cousins or whatever, <laughs> and I have to sit here with this look on my face watching this squad literally embarrass me like that. And yeah, my, my, my mother-in-law, bless her heart, she, she, she's a Stella fan, and my father-in-law's a Stella fan. They gave me a bunch of Stella stuff for the, for the holidays, and I'm sitting there wearing a new Stella jacket and a new Stella shirt or whatever the case may be, and my wife gives me this look like, Aaron, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> please don't. Because she knows how, she, she, she knows how I get. Like, the, the, mm. the second drop, Big Ben throws a, a, a duck of, of interception. We can't make a tackle to save our life. We got dogs. Like, Kyrie Hill had two catches. Patrick Mahomes had all the time in the world to sit back there, check his Facebook, watch his brother make a dumbass TikTok, complain about his, his, his baby mom and all this other type of stuff. He was, he was dropping dimes to nobody. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, yo, it, it, it was embarrassing. And we played next Monday night against the Cleveland Browns team who – themselves got beat into submission. And, 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 and here's the coup de grace. Here's the whole thing. We are still in playoff position. Mm-hmm. We still essentially control our own destiny. We win against Cincinnati. We win against Cleveland. We beat Baltimore. And we find ourselves backdoored and we're in the playoffs. At, at this rate, I told my dad just the other day, I don't want to make the playoffs. The only thing I'm looking for <laughs> right now the only thing I'm looking for right now is for Mike Tomlin to keep his non-losing uh, streak as, as a head coach and go mm-hmm. from there. I do not yep. want to make the playoffs tomorrow. I, I, I don't. Because at the end of the day, they're going to literally embarrass me. 
But with that being said, we can officially get into the show. I had to get this off my chest. You know, normally I have a, I no, no, normally I have a 24-hour cool, cool down period before we sit here and get on air, and I'm able to kind of, you know, peacemake it and kind of make some hesitance out of it. It's too fresh. And then I got I got a friend of mine who who is a Kansas City Chiefs fan shooting me goofy ass memes. You know what? I you know I hope I hope everything bad happens to you and only you because <laughs> yo I'm pissed I'm pissed. But that being said, Barry man, again I I I know the Giants you know you know did you dirty, but at the end of the day that's it is what it is. But bro man, I I I I, I need a break. I need a break. <laughs> well, this this message was brought to you by Sirius Aaron Simmons uh, from Sports City. Chefs. His thoughts and views do not reflect the that of Sports City or their, any other affiliates. Because <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm listen, I, I'm, real talk. So I'm I'm having a great week, right? Um, I got my oldest daughter here with me for Christmas. Um, you know, it's great, and you know, yesterday. Um, you know, we wanted to get out early. You know, she got gift cards and, you know, wanted to go shopping early. And, then, you know, you got to do your Christmas returns, you know what I mean? So, you know, you got to hit the store for stuff that don't fit or broke. You know what I mean? You got to do that, right? But I was like, listen, we got to get home before 1 o'clock because I got to watch my games. Then I proceed to watch the Giants. And when I woke up, <laughs> because it was pathetic It was pathetic But then I'm like you know what I got a saving grace The Steelers and the Chiefs That's going to be a game That's going to that's gonna perk me up So after I finished watching The Matrix uh, Resurrections Because uh, <laughs> I got nothing out of yesterday I got nothing out of it Nothing Nothing serious Oh, you listen, you know, Mike Tomlin is a hell of a coach. That team it is not befitting of Mike Tomlin. Um, there's some players there, but that's not a Mike Tomlin team. Um, there's going to have to be some changes made, um, probably at the point of attack, right, Sirius? I think defensive line and offensive line, definitely the offensive line needs to get fixed. Um, but the toughness, the, the steel curtain has to come back in Pittsburgh. Um, one thing I do want to give credit to, though, is the Chiefs are coming. And not even come, they're here, right? They were they're three, what they, they were, what, three and four, right? Mm-hmm. Three and four at one point. Mm-hmm. Every, and, and this is an interesting stat. Please, 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 everybody listen to me very carefully. Every team that beat the Chiefs this year has gone on to have one of the bigger upsets of the season. The Bills beat the Chiefs. They lost to the Jaguars. The, the Ravens beat the Chiefs. They lost to the Dolphins when the Dolphins were like two and six or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. The Chargers wet the bed against the Texans. Yeah, the that was Titans. bad. Wet the bet against the every team that beat the Chiefs this year has gone on to be upset in pitiful fashion, but not 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 even that. I'm looking at this Chiefs team as the clear favorite 
to go represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Why? Not because the offense is starting to get – Mahomes is starting to get his thing going. That defense is flying, serious. That defense is flying. They're making plays at the line of scrimmage with Clark. They're, they're playing up, uh, stopping the run, and playing back deep and, and, and keeping everything contained with May, Mayhew and, and company. They're coming – uh, the the AFC has been up and down. Like we've looked at teams at some point. We thought the Steelers at the beginning of the year were going to be the team. Then the Bills. Then the Ravens. You got the the Bengals and what have you. The Chargers. Uh, the Titans are still there. The Colts are. Play- but right now, there is not a team I feel that can go into Arrowhead and and beat the Chiefs in the AFC. You know what? Um, so I. I'm going to say this. Styles make fights, right? And mm-hmm. the the Kansas City Chiefs caught the Steelers um, when we were at our worst. You know, mm-hmm. if we would have played this game early on in the year before Kansas City got their, their, their heads together, we would have lost by like 10, you know, not 110, but I digress. <laughs> um, here's, here's, here's the issue, like, if if, if 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 the Chargers are able to make get to the playoffs, which is still at the moment up in the air, right? right. If if Buffalo, you know, in all sense of purpose, Buffalo will get their stuff together and mm-hmm. and get into the playoffs. But I really, I really want to see what Kansas City does versus a competent offense, mm-hmm. a competent offense, like. Again, I'm not taking anything away from what the Kansas City Chiefs did yesterday in yesterday's game. Mm-hmm. But our offense has been putrid all year long. Hell, Deontay Johnson caught a pass yesterday and just fumbled the damn thing. Like, he, he caught the ball, went to go make the move, and just put the ball on the ground. And, start, and, and then looked at it as if it was like, you know what, my bad. What? I got a wide receiver that is bitching and moaning about music and practice, but can't catch a ball without falling on his fucking face. Right. Yeah. Again, I'm 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 tired of talking about the right now. Again, we we, we, we okay. have to edit this show out. We have to edit this show out because <laughs> too late for that. there's gonna be a there's gonna be a lot of expertise being dropped. Fucking team to talk about the squad right now. With that being said, all right, listen. Like, like, like Barry said. Like, like Barry said, these comments and feelings are those of not on my own, me that I represent. <laughs> but listen, listen, because, I mean, the Steelers are still in the playoffs. Meanwhile, in New York, the Giants have officially been eliminated from playoff contention with their pitiful performance against their hated rivals, the Philadelphia Eagles, losing 34-10. to 10. Yeah. Now missing the playoffs yeah. for nine years, nine out of the last ten years. It, I mean, for some reason it was a game in the first half. It was pathetic. Um, the Eagles did everything they possibly could to keep the Giants in that ball game in the first half. I know your wife watched that game with the turnovers, mm-hmm. uh, the three and outs, the punts, the missed field goal. The fact that that game was tied 3-3, it was a disgrace. The Giants just have no offense. Jake Fromm, look, the moment was too big for him. All Giants fans that wanted Jake Fromm to play like I did, this is what happens. Mike Glennon is a car thief. He's been stealing money for years. He's a car thief. 
We have no quarterback. Daniel Jones looks like a revelation compared to these two. It's pathetic. The offensive line was a joke. They could not block. They, I, I, if I hear another person say Devon, Devontae Booker is a better running back than Saquon Barkley, I'm going to personally come to your house and slap the hell out of you. I'm listening to a, 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 a live on, on Twitter yesterday, and that's what everybody on there is saying, Giant fans are saying that Booker is better than Barkley. Are you on crack? Do you know anything about football? Like you said, sir, styles make fights. All right? This – Barkley's style does not fit this offense. It doesn't fit this whole scheme. It doesn't fit the offensive line. Garrett tried to make Barkley like Ezekiel Elliott. Barkley is not Ezekiel Elliott. Those are two different styles of running backs. So the whole scheme that was built around Barkley was wrong. That's why he's not performing. Not only the fact that he has a garbage offensive line outside of Andrew Thomas, who should be considered for the Pro Bowl, but you probably won't because the Giants. The best player on the Giants is Graham Gano, the kicker. Garbage. That's what we're talking about here. That's our offensive MVP, the freaking kicker. That's all you need to know about how pathetic the Giants are. If it wasn't for him, the Giants would have got shut out. I mean, it's, it's a joke. The defense hung in there for a half. That's about as much as they could do after the last month of trying to keep this pitiful team in football games onto the draft, onto the toilet bowl next week that they play against the Chicago Bears who upset uh, the, 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 um, the Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks. Now we got the to- yeah, the Seahawks. Now we got the toilet bowl to see who gets the higher pick. I mean, it's pathetic. Uh, and, and, and the reports that Judge and Jones will be re- retained just lets you know that this team has no idea what they are doing. I don't have anything against bringing Daniel Jones back because I think another year at that salary won't kill the franchise. But if you're going to hire a GM and tell them, oh, you have to keep the coaching quarterback and not let him destroy and rebuild, then that is a problem. You cannot stick a, a GM with this coach and with this quarterback if he doesn't want them here. Like it, so that tells me they're going to hire from within the organization, and that tells me that we're going to have to do this rebuild and we're going to be a, a crappy team for another five years because we can't get it right. It's a joke. This is why the, we are the freaking Giants, and we can't get anything right because we got Mark, the Tish family and the Mara family holding us back. Just get out of the way. Let them blow this thing up like the Cardinals did, and we'll be better for it. But, no, we're going to keep hitting the reboot button and try to fix it here. It's ridiculous. I'm tired of this team. I will see you in the postmortem when I recap this pathetic season, an extra game of crap. And this, ladies and gentlemen, was brought to you by the good folks of Sports City Chefs. Do not represent <laughs> the uh, New York Football Giants or the Philadelphia Eagles or Sports City Chefs as a company. <laughs> I mean, this is this is this, this again. I, we normally have a buffer. We normally have a day. We normally have a day before we have to right. like, talk this trash, whatever, and you know. But uh, unfortunately, man, this uh, again. I, I expected to lose. I really did expect to lose. Like if you would, I, I was able to get into the uh, 
the, the, the brunch, but if I was able to get there to give my pick, I, I was not expecting the Pittsburgh Steelers to go in the Arrowhead yesterday and win. I really wasn't. But mm-hmm. for us to, to 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 play like that, I, I can't I, I can't shake that. I really can't shake that. And then I have the audacity because I, I am who I am to stay here on my couch after coming back from the family function and watch uh, your division unfold the way it did on, on Sunday Night Football. I mean, good. God, oh my Lord, have mercy! I digress. So, what we're going to do here, Barry, <laughs> man? We 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 we're going to start talking about our wax squads and start talking about some squads that 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 actually did some work yesterday. And um, okay. since I just hinted at them, um, you know, the, the Dallas Cowboys team qualified for the playoffs uh, without taking the field yesterday. Um, and I, I'm gonna spend this on his ear, just more about how good Dallas is or how putrid. Washington played yesterday. First of all, I think the biggest highlight of the game was the fight that happened on the sideline, right? I mean, um, oh, yeah. oh, don't yeah. you ever oh, yeah. put a finger in a grown man's face like that, ever. You, I mean, I, right, he's right, lucky right. he only got a, uh, got swung on with one punch. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, that you don't, you don't do that. You don't do that as a man. Yeah. Um, the Cowboys... I need to see consistency because I said it last week on the show last Tuesday. Um, the offense was pathetic. Um, Dak Prescott didn't look like himself and that um, Kellen Moore needed to be held accountable. So then they put up a 54-burger on, uh, on, on the football team. That's great, but now I need to see mm-hmm. that consistently, right? Um, I need to see right, this right. offense. Get, they got back yeah. to basics and, and had a little bit more tempo and, and kind of just really blitzed them. The defense is really playing well. I don't know why people are still throwing at Diggs. Um, that's a no-fly zone. Um, even with McLaurin, yeah. who's a terrific receiver, it's a no-fly zone. You just can't throw at that guy. Micah Parsons is a beast. Um, that defense is going to make enough plays. The offense has got to carry its weight. Um, and I think if anybody needs – it's like in the AFC. If anybody needs that one seed in the AFC, it's the, the Chiefs, right? And I think if anybody needs mm-hmm. that one seed in the NFC, I think it's the Cowboys. Um, I don't think right, the Cowboys right. want to go into SoFi or, or go into Lambeau or, or go into Tampa Bay and try to win a game. If they're home and big deep, yeah. they're going to be a tough out. Well, see, here's, here's the thing, you know, um, again, we, we could talk about this for a little bit. I think in the NFC, I, I, I know home field is a massive thing, but when you start looking at those top, Four top five teams. I can like I can make a legitimate case that they can they can travel. I think there was a team that desperately needed home field just because of how they played this season. And what means the Dallas Cowboys? It actually be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because on the road they are not playing well at all on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And for for me, Dallas defense that that travels. If you're able to run the football, mm-hmm. which Dallas you know can can do. That travels. Green Bay, once again, you've got Aaron Rodgers there who, in my opinion, is going to win his second consecutive MVP award because they love quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, 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 the L.A. Rams, um, once again, if you're able to run the ball and play defense, I mean, you've got Aaron Donald and Vaughn Miller and Jalen Ramsey, and, you know, you go out and make a big splash and get Odell's, you know, you activate Cam Akers, so you got a three-headed backfield. Um, so to speak, who, you know, that, that, that can travel. Um, so for me, 
if there was a team that needed home field, which unfortunately based off of the, the, the games that are left, it, it would be Tampa Bay. Um, one of the nuggets that I saw, you know, looking at um, this, this Dallas Cowboy game from yesterday, uh, my note says this is the most point that they scored in a game since week six of 1980. You and I weren't even born yet the last time the Dallas Cowboys put up 56 points on an opponent. Unbelievable the season, right? stat there. Yeah, yeah, it was wow. six regular season games. Um, wow. The next game I wanted to, the next game I wanted to talk about uh, kind of made me chuckle a little bit. Uh, early on in the week last week, uh, Baltimore Ravens defensive coordinator had some shots about. Uh, Joe Burrow and how there's no reason to double Jamar Chase and these wide receivers because they're not Aaron Rodgers. Um, well, Joe Burrow goes out and throws for 525 um, and four, and literally in two games this year, Joe Burrow has ripped them this, this team up for close to 800 plus yards and eight touchdowns with no interceptions. So, um, once again, same question. Bad Ravens defense, or the Bengals are just in a position now to to, to literally challenge an AFC. I think it's a mix of both, but if I had to pick one, I think the Bengals offense is that good, right? Um, their skill positions, Mixon, uh, Boyd, Chase, um, the, the tight end, CJ, I mean, they're as good as any. Um, and I, somebody said it too. I mean, Burrow is definitely a top 10 quarterback this year. Um, borderline top five. Um, this offense is for real. They're scary. I think they put it on Baltimore. I think they, they, I think they humbled them. Um, Baltimore's a decimated team, right? I mean, they, the quarterback's out. I think it has some secondary guys out as well. Um, but I mean, even still the, the Bengals left no doubt in this game and they really put it on them. So, um, Bengals are scary good. They're, I think they should take this division, um, and that's a that's a great that's a great accomplishment in itself in a tough division that nobody thought the Bengals were even close in. They they they're they're on pace for what eleven wins this year. So yeah, just um, about yeah yeah. They're they're nine and six, so and I, they got uh they 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 play Kansas City next week. So they, they, I mean they 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 can they can definitely get to eleven, but. Uh, they can definitely contend. Yeah, it's going to be fun that game. So, I, I mean, I like that offense. Um, I'll put that offense, their skill positions, up against anybody's in the league. There's there, and you said it too. Their skill positions are as good as anybody's. I mean, their receivers are, are that group is as good as anybody's. Definitely. So for me, you know, looking at this ball game, this was a game that was. Uh, played at one o'clock, so I was able to sit back and kind of watch it a little bit, you know, before uh, my debacle took place. Um, <laughs> the Bengals, the Bengals are good. They, they they really are good, you know, on, on, on all levels. You know, they can run it when they want to with with, with Joe Mixon. He he's healthy this year and is playing exceptional football. Um, yeah, that's a great Joe point. Burr, that's a great point. Yeah, Joe Burrow is able to sit back there and survey the field and. You know, you can't afford to double one because he has, you know, three or three to five different weapons because when you start to look at Uzama, the, the, the tight end, uh, who's making some plays, you can use a check down game with, 
with Joe Mixon or whatever case may be. The offensive line is gaining cohesion. Um, and Joe Mixon made a statement, uh, not Joe Mixon, but Joe Burrow made a statement uh, post-game that, that I love. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he said, he, 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 he said something about last year, um, Baltimore was throwing the ball, you know, after the game was in hand and they returned the favor. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, 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 I said this to a friend of the program, the homie, Big, Big, Big Burtis. Um, I hate that I like this guy. <laughs> I, 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 I hate the fact that I like this guy because, again, it's a division opponent. We, we see him twice mm-hmm. a year. Um, but the way he's playing the position, the way he has command of his off in, in his second year, um, the weapons that they have at their disposal, um, the way that their head coach and the offensive coordinator has them playing ball, their defense is flying around, making significant plays at significant times. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really do tip my cap to them. Um, and this is a Bengals team that, again, I'm not picking them to make a deep run, but they're going to make stuff very, very interesting, especially if they get the right matchup. I mean, they're, in my opinion, they're going to win the division. Uh, so they'll have a home game and they'll play somebody, um, maybe like a, a New England team who, you know, gets in as a wild card or a Buffalo team who may get in as a wild card. Um, a Miami team that, that, that streaker right now who's on pace to, to, to go uh, eight and seven, you know, after they get their win tonight um, on the road playing a depleted uh, Saints team. Um you know they they may they, they may get a Baltimore Ravens team again. They they may get a Pittsburgh team again. Two teams that they have dominated all year. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be interesting to see how they pan out. But I wanted to talk about that game before we pressed on. Uh, call the number is nine two nine four seven seven two seven five nine. Got the next half hour um, with your boys sitting here venting and talking about their whack ass team uh, and week sixteen performance. <laughs> uh, with that. <laughs> With that, with that being said, I wanted to t- talk about another game that um, kind of had me puzzled a little bit, um, and that was this uh, the Jacksonville Jaguar New York Jet game, um, and it, it had me puzzled for a couple of reasons. The the the, the, the Jets had everybody and their mother on, on the COVID protocol, and, and 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 you know their head coach wasn't their coach, and they still found a way to muck this game up enough to, to, to get a, a five-point victory, uh, winning that ball game 26-21. to 21. Um, Did you I, – I know you were doing some family things. Were you able to peek at this game all, at all? Um, what were your thoughts uh, as you yeah. kind of sat back and looked at the box score a little bit? Yeah, I mean, shout-out to my pops, man. He's a Jets fan. I don't know why he stayed there. Um, he, he goes back to Bill Parcells and then uh, Herm Edwards. You play to win the game. So I actually just, I got, I gave him his his Christmas gift was a Jets hoodie. He loved it. Um, you know, so you know, so, kind of a soft spot a little bit for the Jets. But I mean, um, you know, Wilson was without his top three receivers, right? Uh, Elijah Moore, who's really start, starting to show that he belongs in this league. Um, Crowder uh, and company, Burroughs had a really good game. Um, you know, he showed that they have to bring him back next year um, at all at all costs. He's a football player. Um, the defense made enough plays. I think uh, Wilson using his legs was huge, that nice long touchdown run. I think um, 
you know, one thing that I noticed was that in the last four games, I think he has three touchdowns and one interception. I think he's slowly starting to pick it up and starting to figure it out. I kind of see him using um, his legs like uh, Josh Allen. Um, you know, the game was kind of going too fast for him, but he's starting to figure it out, use what he can do, his legs, to kind of start, you know, making some plays. And then I think everything else will catch up to him and come. So um, shout out, to, you know, to Zach Wilson having a, 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 a really good game. And, and um, it's the same that Lawrence couldn't get in the end zone. Um, you know, but, you know, he did kind of lead them, um, you know, it got them in a close game. Um, you know, Jaguars are, are, a, me- are a mess too, but uh, Wilson is, is slowly, I think, starting to figure things out because everybody wanted Matt White to be the guy and then Joe Flacco came off the scrap heap and had a good game. So, so like, it's not the offensive system. It's got to be Wilson. And I think the last four games, Wilson has kind of, you know, started to kind of weather that storm a little bit. You know, the one thing I did like about Wilson's game was the fact that, again, I think he alluded to it when he was speaking, he kind of saved the course. It, it, it wasn't sexy by no stretch of imagination. I mean, mm-hmm. he was 14 for 22 uh, for 102 yards, and he did have uh, the the, uh, the touchdown that he threw, and then he ran for 91, majority of that on that 160-yard 60 60 yard play. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But they saved the course. I mean, you know, again, styles make fights, and you know, you you gotta win the game you're supposed to win, and you know, put yourself, you know, in position. And even though they were down, they, you know, they rallied around, you know, the the, the rest of the team. And I'm sure the head coach, uh, wherever he was at watching this game, was very very pleased with the outlook. You know, if you want to flip it on its ear, the Jacksonville Jaguars, I I, I don't. I, I don't understand. I don't understand. Like hmm. again, I I will say I, I will say that first and foremost, shout out to James Robinson who appears to have injured his Achilles. Um, you know, tough, tough, tough one. Yeah. But yeah. For, yeah. For, for me, look, looking at the Jacksonville Jaguars, man, like where do they go? You know, obviously first things first, get themselves a head coach and. You know, if, if mm-hmm. you pay attention to what's been going on in the rumor world and things of that nature, it looks like, you know, the, the, the guy they're looking to bring in, former Jaguar and offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich, um, to kind of take the new head coaching position there in Jacksonville, which, in my opinion, the villain of Bruce. kind of, I, 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 I tip my cap to that, you know, to be honest with you. Yep. Um, so, mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll see what happens there. But, where does Jacksonville go from here? You know, head coaching, everything aside, um, all sounds look like they're going to have a top three draft pick. Um, do you go get some more offensive weapons? Do you focus on defense? I mean, you do have Travis Etienne coming back. You do have some wide receivers that are going to be coming back to you. Do you focus on the defense side of the ball? What, what do you get to Jacksonville here? Uh, you know, it's interesting. I think um... – Part of me, you just gotta you gotta win at the line of scrimmage. So I think if they can get a a good offensive lineman, if they get Neil from Alabama, I think that's a good start. Um, I, I think the weapons you can find the weapons at some point. Um, I just feel like you gotta protect your investment, and you gotta keep 
Trevor Lawrence upright. I think Neil is the perfect fit. I mean, I want him in New York in the worst way. Um, but, you know, I think the Giants will probably go interior, if not right tackle, um, with their pick. So I, I think Neil is a good pick. I think you start there. You got to protect them. You got to keep them upright. I think the weapons will come. I think um, DJ Chalk is a good receiver. Um, you know, I think they, you know, Marvin Jones should be, you know, should be enough for them. So um, weapons are great, but I, I really think they, it's the line, a line of scrimmage they have to control first. And I love, and I love Brandon yeah, Brian Westwood. I, I saw that too. Um, I'm glad you brought it up because I think he is. I think, I think Tom Brady gets a lot of credit in Tampa Bay and rightly so, but Byron Leftwich has turned a pretty solid quarterback uh, career into a heck of, of offensive coordinator career. And we need to talk about him more than we talk about like the hot pick of Kellen Moore or somebody or, or uh-huh. um, um, my, I always forget my man in, in Kansas city, um, you know, be enemy. Um, Byron yeah, Leftwich really, yeah. deserves to. Yeah, I think Byron Leftwich deserves to be in that conversation, and I think he's going to make yeah. a terrific head coach. You know, honestly, I, 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 since, since we're here, um, Bienemy, tell him more. Um, I heard Jim mm-hmm. Caldwell, um, mm, Byron yeah. Leftwich. Um, mm-hmm. There's a bunch of coaches that are, are looking to get back into. Um, Looking to get back into coaching, um, and so you know, the, the, there's going to be a bunch of coaches that you know are going to be let go, obviously on Black Monday, as they call it. Um, but Jacksonville, I, I, you know, if you want to place a coach anywhere, Byron Leftwich would go to Jacksonville, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Eric Bieniemy is always always a hot name. Um, mm-hmm. The cat, the, the 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 dude out in New England, Josh McDaniels, always a hot name. Do you see the enemy landing anywhere? Do you see McDaniels landing anywhere? Do you see Jim Caldwell uh, coming back into the league? Like, if you want to look inside the crystal ball a little bit, do you see any of these names getting back or getting on sidelines as head coaches, or are they going to stay put? I I think the enemy will finally get a job. Um, I think depending on the, the Chiefs' run, I think that's going to be a tough thing. I think that's always factored in the reason why he hasn't gotten the job because he played goes so deep in the playoffs that the interview process is pretty much over by the time you can get a, get a hold of him. I'm looking at jobs in possibly, I think, realistically, I think, okay, I think Houston's a borderline, Jacksonville, obviously, Denver probably um, will be an open head coach position. Seattle, maybe. That's four. Chicago. Um, Chicago is five, of course. Um, it, so I think those are the five teams off the rip that will probably look in a new direction for a head coach. I think I think Leftwich will go to Jacksonville. I think the enemy will – I think I would put him either in Chicago or Denver to be honest with you. Um, you put him in Denver? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, that's what I. That's my gut. If, if he doesn't go to Denver, I think Caldwell would probably go to Denver. Um, See, but I, I think, I I think the enemy has to go to Chicago. Hey, here's the thing. I don't like Jim Caldwell in Denver. 
because, if, again, if okay. for me, and this is just me just the spitballing here, um, I want Denver to get an offensive guy because Denver has weapons. You got to look at Williams. You got to look at the, the receivers they got. If, if, they, if they get an Sutton, offensive guy, yep. yeah, okay. you, 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 you got something. You got KJ Hamlin. You got Jerry Judy. You got Noah Fant. Um, you got mm-hmm. the rookie that you drafted this past year and, and Jamal, and, and mm-hmm. I think his name is uh, Williams. Um, you don't know yep. what you're doing with Gordon. Um, you got yourself a decent defense. Um, Sertan is out there. If you get if, if you get an offensive guy like Deanna or, or, or well, McDaniel's tried and, and failed, so I don't, think he's, I don't think he's going back to Denver. But no, he's um, not. He's he he's waiting for that that Patriots job, in my opinion. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So but uh, another guy, Brian Dabo, uh, the offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills, is, is also listed as, as a possible okay. candidate to get one of these head coaching jobs. Um, mm-hmm. But if you get somebody like that in Denver with those assortment of weapons, um, I, I I I think that would definitely help them out, and the sky is the limit for what Denver is able to accomplish. Um, I think, okay. honestly, for me, um, Nathaniel Hackett is another offensive coordinator who's the offensive coordinator of the Packers. Um, I think what mm-hmm. happens with Nathaniel Hackett would depend on what happens with Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers is coming back to Green Bay, which is going to be the new buzz all off like it was past year, uh, since he signed that one-year deal with the exception for the second and all that type of stuff. Um but sure. if Aaron Rodgers chooses to go elsewhere, Nathaniel Hackett, I think, is also going to leave um, as well. Um, Raheem Morris is somebody who comes to mind, the defensive coordinator for the L.A. Rams. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, good God. I'm, I'm looking at this list now. There, there, there are so many. Oh, he missed that. There's a lot of good, uh, there, there, a lot of good coaches that are, are available, but I don't know a lot of teams are going to move right. on uh, that quickly. Well, again, Again, I mean, you got, you got to look at this. You know what I'm saying? Whether whether they mm-hmm. leave to become head coaches or they leave to become uh, same coordinators at different positions. Like, for example, I am begging, pleading, paying my cards and offering, talking in tongues and all that other type of stuff that we church folks do to get Matt Canada out of Pittsburgh. Hmm. I need that dude gone in the worst type of way. And it doesn't matter who my quarterback is. I want this dude already gone. And, again, if, if, if rumors are what they appear to be, and, again, it's a rumor, so it's all hearsay, the Pittsburgh Steelers are in line to potentially be a candidate for Aaron Rodgers. Don't want him. Yep, that's what I heard. Again, again, the Pittsburgh Steelers are in line to be a potential candidate for Aaron Rodgers. If we get Aaron Rodgers, we can get Aaron Rodgers' offensive coordinator, which I just discussed. Or somebody, somebody that he wants, yeah. Right. So again, I, again, my opinion. This is Aaron, the Phil fan. Uh, I do not want Aaron Rodgers in Pittsburgh because of the extracurricular stuff that comes along with Aaron Rodgers. Not that bad, um, though. Which is kind of you wouldn't you wouldn't you bad. wouldn't go through a season of that. You know, again. It's almost going to sound oxymoronic because I don't want Deshaun Watson in Pittsburgh, and I know as soon as Deshaun Watson gets on mm. the football team, the extracurricular stuff is going to come with him. So I digress. Right. But with that being said, we got about 15 more minutes left. The caller number is 929-477-2759. You got the next 15 minutes with your boys here at Sports City. Uh, we talked about the coaches potentially being uh, on the, on different teams for next year, Dylan. Um, mm. 
I want to start talk about the Baltimore Ravens for a second. Um, and again, a division opponent of mine, I, I know them candidly. Um, but as we currently sit here on, on, at 9.45 on Monday, they find themselves in that last and final playoff spot. Um, mm-hmm. The AFC is about as open um, as, as it can get as far as teams jostling for position. Um how do you see the last few positions in the AFC kind of shaking out? Obviously, you got your division winners, um, mm. you know, but, you know, nobody's clinched the number one spot. Uh, Tennessee, with their win, uh, kind of puts themselves in position to, to, to challenge mm-hmm. the Kansas City Chiefs. But how, how do you see that whole playoff picture shaking out as you come down the stretch here of the final two weeks starting on next week. Yeah, I mean, listen, um, watched the Titans and, and 49er game with uh, TP came up, and, and my daughter loves TP. Uh, shout out to the homie. Um, Titans impressed me. I mean, I thought they would lose that game. It's what I said, right? Um, if Garoppolo doesn't do what he normally does to lose games, that 49er team can win, and for, he did what he does to lose games. So um, give the Tennessee Titans credit. I mean, um, you know, Tannehill ran them back into the game and, um, you know, you found um, Brown and everybody, you know, he did what he had to do. They're a dangerous team. I think I like the Colts, man. I really like what they're doing. That running game and the defense, it, both of those travel, right, Sirius? So if they get that going, they're going to be a tough out in the playoffs. Um Patriots with a tough loss against the Bills. Um, the Bills really needed that game. I think they not only did they need that game uh, against a good team, they needed that game against the Patriots, especially after that Monday night loss. So the Bills are in good shape to get that division. Um, you know, I don't think – I think the Ravens will not make the playoffs. I think the Chargers will probably sneak in, even though they had a terrible loss last week, uh, this past week against uh, the, the Texans. No excuse for that game. I think they'll do enough to get into the playoffs. I think Baltimore, um, they're down to their fifth quarterback. I think they're going to just – they're struggling right now. And, and uh, you know, get, give Harbaugh credit to have that team in position to try to get into the playoffs. I just don't think they'll have enough. I just really don't. So – I think the Ravens will be the odd team out. The Raiders have a tough schedule um, coming up. I, I, I believe they play – They who do they play? They play uh, the Colts. That's not an easy game. And then they end with the Chargers. So um, it's not going to be easy for the Raiders. To, I think they, they have the toughest stretch to schedule the last two games. The Chargers – you know, they got to go against the Broncos and the Raiders. So that Raider-Chargers game is going to be huge, uh, huge implications. But I don't think the Ravens um, – I don't think they, they can get in. I just don't. I just don't. So, for, for me, um, we did this last week, and um, I'm mm-hmm. going to pull up the schedule here real quick. But if you look at the, the the remaining two games, okay, we have Baltimore. I believe I forget who they played this week. Um, Baltimore. They the season. I, yeah, they have the Rams and the Steelers. I mean, 
They go. Yeah, they put. Yeah, they, so, they're home for the Rams. They're home for the Rams, and then they they they're home for the Steelers. I mean, ouch! <laughs> right? Ouch! Right. That's, right. That's not gonna be easy. No, it's not gonna be easy at all. Um, and so so that that's Baltimore. Pittsburgh plays. They got Cleveland next Monday night, and they go on the road and close out the season against the Baltimore Ravens, which again, mm-hmm. it's neither here nor there. Um, you got the LA Chargers who have uh, a daunting task coming up. Um, I think the Colts. Um, I, as a matter of fact, I'm gonna say this: I think the Colts win that division mm. because I'm not buying the Tennessee Titans. So with that being so said, so why, why aren't you buying the Titans? Why aren't you buying the Titans? Because the Titans are fraudulent. They they are very very <laughs> very very fraudulent. Um. You know, they got the Dolphins me, and the Texans. They they got the Dolphins again, and the, the Texans. Is that again? The, the, they, the, the Dolphins, they, in my opinion, are, are, are a team that's going to sneak their way into the playoffs. But here's the I deal: think the they, if, they, the if, if the Dolphins, if they lose to the Dolphins, all they have to do is beat the Texans and they're in because they have the tiebreaker against the Colts. They swept the Colts, so that's a that's an extra game that they're already up on on the Colts. So. The margin of error for them is, is, you know, I, I think w- one of those games that they win the division. That's it, right? They get to eleven wins. I have a hard time, in my opinion, picking the Tennessee Titans to win a division. Um, okay. Because I, 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 I just don't trust them. Like you're saying, this Houston Texans team, you know, as if they just didn't smack the LA Chargers in the head. Sure. With nobody, like Rex Burkhead <laughs> came off the couch and ran for 400 yards and two touchdowns. Like, what did he do that at? Like, the the Chargers defense is one of the worst in football. Now, keep in mind, I'm I'm a still a fan, you know, so I really can't say too much anything about defense right now because we let teams get up by 40 fucking, you know, not doing it. No, pineapple, pineapple. I'm okay. So. Um, <laughs> The Dolphins' remaining schedule, they got the Tennessee Titans, and they play the Eagles. Ooh. Okay, I may have to pump my brakes about the Dolphins. Because even if, even if they beat even if they, even if they beat Tennessee, but I, 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 do, I do expect them to beat the Saints tonight. Even if they lose right. to Tennessee, I do, not, I do not see them beating the Patriots. I just, Bill, Bill, Bill Belichick hates, uh, hates the Dolphins. I don't see them beating the Patriots. I'm telling you, it's in Miami. Come on, it's in Miami. I mean, Patriots don't play it well there. I mean, hell, neither did the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I actually know some Dolphins fans. They're not gonna take too kindly yet. <laughs> they they can call on the show nine two nine four seven seven two seven five nine. Come talk to your boy about that. Exactly, exactly. But uh, yeah, listen, so it's going to be fun, man. It's it's an extra game. Um, it's going to be you know the, I I expect the Dolphins to to at least win tonight, get to eight and seven. Um, it's, they're going to earn their way in. They play. They had some bad games earlier in the season, right, Sirius? That they should have won. They probably yeah. should have beat the Colts or the or the Jags or the Falcons. Those are games they couldn't get back. So. But for them to be at this position, seven and seven, um, you know, it is a testament. Like I said to Flores, I think he's a hell of a coach. Um, you know, 
you know, if anything, I think I think the Dolphins, I think they found the quarterback. I think, you, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they go after Watson. I think Tua, mm-hmm. I think he's earned the right to, to say, you know what, you can build the team around me. Right. Right. So let me ask you this question. Since you mentioned Florence as a coach, um, mm-hmm. who's your coach of the year? Oh, that's a good one. Um, it's definitely not Joe Judge. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. I'm, I'm glad you got um, that yeah, yeah, I just want to get that out of the way, right? Um, wow, serious. That's a good question because Bill Belichick is, is having a heck of a season, right? Um, you know, Matt LaFleur, um, Andy Reid. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Matt, Mike Rabel because he's lost his star running back, right? His two receivers and they're still right there, Right. They're they're the two seed. They mm-hmm. could be the one seed. Um, well, I think there's probably coaches that probably have done a better job. Um, you know, I, I I think Vrabel has done a lot with less. I I, I think a um, I think an honorable mention, and I think a guy that probably. All right, so yeah, let, I, me, yeah. let, let me give you let me give you my coach of the year while you think about an honorable okay. mention. And, and 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 this guy is going to shock you. Okay. Okay. When when, when I give when I, when I give you his name because he's not being part of he's not being brought up right now. Okay. Matt Taylor, the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals, is my coach. Of the year. I was that guy. That was my guy. I was I was say I was gonna say you know what I because you know we just talked about them so I was like yeah you know what I got to give him his res- yeah I agree with you I agree with you. Zach Zach Taylor right now is my is my coach of the year now. For for me again as a Steelers fan, it mm-hmm. pains me to say that because you know what what he means to my division. But for for me, for, for him to Respect. for 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 him to take his lumps like he's taken his lumps, and mm-hmm. for him to get his team in position to win a division for the first time in a very long time. Um, mm-hmm. What he's done to his division foes that have bullied them for for, for years to get his team ready to play um, the way they did, um, I, I have to tip my cap to him. And I'm not sure if you were able to to to, to, to think about uh, your your alternative, but if he doesn't get it, um, I really do hope Frank Wright does, the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Okay. I think what they were able to accomplish, especially early, you know, this, this was a one and four uh, ball club, and for them to rattle off as many ones as they rattle off to beat the team that they've beaten and how they've beaten them, um, to, to 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 smack the Bill Belichick in the head, to to to, to recover after losing a heartbreaker uh, to the Baltimore Ravens, and. To, to 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 beat Buffalo to to to, to go toe to toe with Tampa Bay to, to 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 beat Arizona when they were you know projected to be the best thing in the world. Um, I think Frank Wright 
probably needs to get some get some get some mention. Obviously, the the more popular yeah. names are going to be brought up. You know, you know, McVeigh's and LaFleur's mm-hmm. and McCarthy's and Andy Reid and oh, uh, McCarthy, all those no guys. No way, well, McCarthy. Here, here, no, here, no. Here's, here, okay, okay. Here, here's my, here's my friend McCarthy, okay? Lee McCarthy. You have to coach what you got. And the oh. Dallas Cowboys, no, the, the, the Dallas Cowboys are an 11-4 outfit right now. Whether they, whether they won pretty or they won ugly, they're an 11-4 outfit right now with the potential to still compete and challenge for the number one seed in the NFC. I mean, no. you can't. No. Not. No. You can't. You can't. I no. mean, again. I'm, I, we can't. We can't. I'm not playing this game. I'm not playing this game. No. Absolutely you not. Have to play the game Mike McCarthy is the worst 11 and 4 coach in the league right now. There's no way I would figure? give that guy coach of the year do, for anything. How do you figure? How do you sleep at the wheel? It's on cruise control. He's asleep at the wheel. No, no, no. I would give it to Frank. Frank Reich has has Carson Wentz, and we're talking about Mike McCarthy, who is the most clueless coach in the league right now. Once again, once again, you, you, you missed me, because if you look at how this team has played, okay, first and foremost, you lose a heartbreaker. To Tampa Bay, they should have won that ball game. We all sat here and said they should have won that ball game. And if they're going to oh, get that lost, that lost. Goals. Come on now, come on now, villain. Come on now, my guy. I no, know you're a Giants no, fan, and there's you don't, no way. You don't want to admit that. My hatred for the Cowboys will not allow me to have Mike McCarthy in okay, anywhere okay, near consideration for the coach of the year. That guy is asleep at the wheel. If you even even run an extra play against the Giants inside of a, a, a 10 seconds to try to get a touchdown, how do you bumble that his clock management, he calls timeouts when you don't need to call timeouts. He's challenging plays and you don't need to challenge him. How is he the coach of the year? They, Miss me with that. Miss me twice. with that. They beat you 21-6. to six. They, they could have had you and I out there calling plays and they want to make a damn difference. How, how do you not get on, 56 now, points against the Giants? That, that is a fireball the offense. There's no way. No, same, no, Mike McCarthy, the, no, absolutely not. You missed me with that the, one. The same, reason, no. the same reason why they didn't score 65 or 70 points against the Washington football team. Sometimes you just call the dogs off. No, no, no. Mike McCarthy uh, is yeah. that security guard in the last dance that, you know, <laughs> that, that was betting against Michael Jordan. It did like the shrug. Like, no, 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 no. We're not doing that. And I took it personally. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, man, we got, we got, we got 90 seconds left to be out of here, man. Go ahead and give us some plug and close out and shut down <laughs> the rap show, man. I love doing this show with Sirius. Uh, we have a lot of fun, man. Listen, get to the website, the blogs, the interviews. I, I, I posted my article about the Giants and their despicable performance. Um, you know, it's, it's just it's the pain, the pain. But get to the website. We're doing big things. I think I will be doing – it's my daughter's birthday, so I'm not sure, but I might be guest starring on the show on CEV Sports. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, we got the Callers Cookout and the Crossover Cafe later this week. 
doing a lot of big things. Uh, Sirius, you know what to do. Uh, get us out of here. I love doing the show with you, bro. Yeah, man, it's your boy, Sirius, up in that 412 and 703 message. It's a pleasure to be here with you guys, like my man said. So I think it's to the blogs, the website, and everything, man. Finger food's coming um, and everything else. And with that being said, tell a friend to tell a friend. It's the chefs again. I don't know. No, they know, man. We out. Ow. Kaboom, Sports City Chefs is in the room, cooking up hot topics to put up on your spoon, they well in tune, blown like a flower in June, Superman vs. MF Doom, the clouds loom, so tell a friend it's the Sports City Chefs again, pay attention, tune in, we on the set again. Uh-huh.